This episode of Show Us Your Mix is sponsored by Torchlight Brewing Company, crafted in beautiful Nelson, B.C. Mix up your tapes, mix up your tastes. Life is sick. Drink Torchlight. Boom, 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 boom. Rock or pop, cushion, no rap, no style, don't matter when we talk smack. We come spend a while with us three dicks, settle on in it. Show us your Welcome to Show Us Your Mix, the podcast where we take apart and dissect mixed CDs and tapes from our collective family, friends, enemies, and from that guy on Hastings Street in Vancouver trying to make a living off selling VHS versions of Speed and random mixtapes that we want. That's our market. Those are the people we're trying to get mixed CDs from. We really don't care where we get them. We just want to find them. Uh, my name is Keenan Harrison. With me, Carl. <laughs> Grim. That is Carl Nigren. And we got G Spot, aka G Money, aka Grand Mark. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. What's been going on this guy this week, guys? I'm just imagining a guy in Vancouver walking up to you like, you need some speed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, Oh yeah, you know, could have a big night. Use some, and he just pulls out a VHS tape of Speed. We had a buddy. We had a buddy James. A buddy James at Shambhala. We were at this music festival, and he kept coming up. He would ask people, "Hey, you want some Speed?" And they go, "Yeah." Uh, yeah, yeah, I want some speed. And then he had a VHS copy of Speed, <laughs> and he would hold it up to them. Nah. Keanu Reeves, yeah. killing it. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of sad faces. Never mind the Sandra Bullocks. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking fantastic. Every time he would pull it out, it was still funny. I don't know, because every a, new person was just confused. A long time ago, my best friend was at Shambhala, and him and another buddy, they made up a drug on Thursday and they're like we're going to start asking people if, if we can they... get this drug <laughs> and by Sunday we want to see if somebody will ask us oh, beautiful and on that Thursday they started asking people for flax <laughs> like dude you got any flax like we, we got everything else we just want to do some flax and they like went hard on it Thursday Wait, flex or flax flax like F L E X flexing your muscles. Yeah, that's yeah. sick. That's a they good name flex. for a drug. It is a good name yeah. for a drug. I like that. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> and on Sunday, some guy came up to them and was like, no. "I'm just looking for some flax, man." Oh, <laughs> they're like, man, "Oh, we awesome. did it!" <laughs> Beautiful. And like, yeah, you don't even good. know what flex. What What would flex do? Flex. I. <laughs> I feel like flex. I think would like, be kind of speedy. Like, it's probably yeah. like an yeah. MDMA derivative. Like, uh, I would say cocaine. Diet cocaine. <laughs> it's actually just Adderall chopped up and given to people. They're like, oh man, I feel this. He's like, yeah. Speed goes, concentrated goes as fuck. Yeah. Speed's a good movie, though. Do you guys remember? Like, no, I, rem- I, I vividly remember seeing Speed for the first time. And Tarantino talks about this. When you, know, when you saw it in the theaters when it first came out, you didn't know the ending like we did. You know, it'd be like, not. Like, now, we're like, oh, yeah, it's kind of cheesy, Keanu Reeves, boss, blah, blah, blah. But when you were watching it in a theater, like, how intense that was. Oh, yeah. You're like, I know I, I don't know saw how, it. I don't know like, why. When it came out, but I don't remember. I didn't see it in a theater, but, like, I, I saw it in, like, my friend's basement I didn't see on it VHS. In, I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it afterwards, and I remember my cousins, who were way older than me. Like, I was, I was young at this point. I don't know how old I would have been. But I remember them being like, yeah, this is a very violent movie. Like, <laughs> you can't watch it. I'm like, I look back on that now. I'm like, but eh, I mean, at the time, maybe. But it's a beautiful thing because it was pre-internet. 
and pre anyone, you know, other than your friends telling you the ending, if you went into a movie theater and didn't know what was going on, you're like, what the fuck is going to happen? Okay, like, I, I, I yeah, don't know. I can't remember how it ends. Like, tell me right now. What? No. Yeah, no, oh, watch it again. You're going to make your head watch, watch, again, watch like, it again 25 years later. Right. <laughs> uh, Go watch Keanu in his fucking prime. Oh, what a chore. There's I have to so watch it again. I actually want to watch. And now I have to watch Speed again. <laughs> yeah, you have to watch Speed. You don't have to watch Speed 2. None of us are going to make you watch, watch Speed 2. just watch the end? <laughs> nah, I mean, you could. It won't be like, in context. Come on. It's like, like, Speed, <laughs> Speed 2, I think, is like, yeah, it's kind of a kitschy thing now. But Speed 1, the first one, when you go to a movie theater and it's like, the hype around it. Oh, yeah. Massive. <laughs> Imagine that. Well, like, Keanu was huge at the time. And so was Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Like, that, that's, that was a big star A-less movie actors. at that time. Yeah. Killing it. <laughs> all right. Speed. 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 <laughs> uh, we're all going to do speed. All right. <laughs> um, let's get right into our mix today. Our mix today is entitled Sharon and Pete's Wedding Mix. Sharon and Pete. And how did we find this mix? Made a wedding mix. Uh, where did we get this We one? bought this at a garage sale. We got this one at a garage yeah. sale? <laughs> yeah. Sounds and about right. It, just, it sticks out because it was wrapped in, like, it was, it was unopened. Right. This was either they made extras or somebody went to the wedding and was like, I'm not going to listen to your shitty music. Fuck that. I somebody think went so. to the I feel wedding. like the latter. Yeah, <laughs> someone probably. Was like, but it, yeah, no. it didn't have a track listing on the outside jacket, so they just straight up hated them. No, I feel like, like somebody, I your shit somebody was at the wedding and they were on the ride home with their wife at the time and they're just like, <laughs> Man, can you believe all the shitty music they played tonight? <laughs> and she was like, "Yeah, well, they they gave us a mix CD." For it. He's like, "Oh, fuck that shit." He's like, "When are we going to Goodwill? So, oh, tomorrow. I gotta put it out. I don't know." So it wasn't before they went to the wedding. You think they gave this out as yeah, a I think party this was favor? Like a party the, favor, yeah. At the this wedding. was at the wedding, yeah. Like, I've, I've been this, to a wedding where they give out like gift your invitation. And stuff. I've been to a wedding where they give out soap, you know, and that kind of thing. Never a mix CD. I'd be stoked. If I was at a wedding where they gave out like a six pack of beer. The guy was Ooh, a brewer. Really? It was fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah it was, it was a boss move. Pretty boss. It's like, here, everybody, have a six pack of beer. I'm like, yes. And my girlfriend at the time didn't really like beer, so I got a twelve pack. <laughs> <laughs> you got a beer. I got very drunk. Best wedding day. ever. It was great. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, without any further ado, um, actually, no. Let's. Let's let's dive in a little bit. What it, what do you expect out of this mix? I a wedding mix. You expect a lot of like like happy feeling songs. Like you, and especially if you see the the picture on the cover, it's like two very happy people leaning on each other. Like, yeah. It's I I want to be uplifted. I want to dance. I want to I want to drink. It's a wedding. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's. Yeah. What do you think of G? Oh. Yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing, you know, like, oh, these are songs we fell in love to. Yeah. Uh, these are songs we were, like, courting, and, like, this is a song we, you know, we were making at a bar, we realized we loved each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's kind of what my mind was going to, going into it. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what I was thinking, yeah. I, I definitely didn't expect to hear, like, these Jose Loyal 
Like, I, I wasn't expecting, like, Lil Wayne on this for you. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, probably not, like, hard. But and you I, were correct. Yeah, for sure. But I was definitely, I was expecting lots of ballads. I was expecting yeah. a lot of ballads, basically. I was expecting every rose has its thorn. Like Can't yeah, help falling in love with you over and over yeah, again. Pretty much. On repeat that's for 12 songs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, or a variation of that song. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's my idea going into this. Uh, let's see how it plays out. Let's let's hit our first track. Let's first hit our track. opening track. What's the first track? Alright. So our opening track for this masterpiece. The first track on a wedding CD is U2. Where the streets have no name. Yeah. Uh, this is the opening track for Joshua Tree. Uh, the intro is almost two minutes long. I know. Yeah, it's long as <laughs> it's hell. Very Before he aggressive. says a goddamn word. Yeah. Or is it very passive? I think it's very passive. It's not aggressive. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> but I feel like most radio tracks are you know two minutes and like let's say like three minutes. Three like three thirty three forty five. Yeah, is, right. Is, is that the okay? Yeah, this yeah. is not like this is not this was not made for radio. No, no, I wouldn't say, like it wasn't made for radio. It ended up on the radio, yeah. but it was fucking you made for it. And apparently, it all goes to the radio. Yeah, um, this song is interesting. I will say, I I'm not a U2 guy. I don't think I'd even give it interest. Hey, I'm not a U2 <laughs> guy. I don't like U2. Um, ah, I really don't. I like want to high five you right now. I don't I really like don't like U2 do at all. Do we? Nobody here likes nobody you. Nobody here likes you too. Can't Damn. say you too. All right. I, I yeah. don't like right. you too. Um, I will say, in researching this and then listening to it again, the time signature uh, difference that they kind of create is kind of interesting. As far as a musical standpoint, there's a nice tension thing there. Well, like the beginning is like all of uh, three fourths, and then it goes into a four four. Yeah. And then it goes back to the outro with the three four, which is just kind of strange. It's yeah. It's an interesting composition for a song. I feel like that's the same argument for Tool songs, though. <laughs> and you know? Tool does We're it like, way fucking oh, better. Sure. <laughs> like, but, like, I don't particularly like Tool. But people, the argument always comes, oh, but have you heard, like, the time yeah. signatures they switch between? I hear you. Yeah, sure. It's not, but I don't give a shit. Yeah. Okay. It's not a like, song. You're, you're doing time. something <laughs> musically interesting, technically. Yeah. But, but did you make a did, good song? Time signatures are not a thing that will really draw people to a song necessarily. No. There's, no. in my band, there's there's a song that we play that's in 7-4, and 7-4 is the weirdest time signature for Fucking someone weird. who's not paying attention to yeah. try and listen to. Yeah. We played it once live, and nobody gave a fuck. <laughs> that was the one time I remember you live. telling me yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. You were just there's, like, oh, that's not a live song at yeah. all. Yeah. There's other What's songs going on? where I, I sing in five while we're playing in four, and it only matches up every 20 beats. And, yeah. like, I'm amused by it. I don't think yeah. anybody else Nobody even else noticed. Cares. They're just yeah. like, why is he singing slower than the rest of the song? <laughs> All equated to synchronized like... swimming. <laughs> Very difficult. I couldn't do exactly. it. Exactly. Not a chance could I do yeah. any form of synchronized swimming. Will I watch it? Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. Difficult. And, and that's what a band playing in 13 is. Very impressive yeah. that you can do it. I'm not going li- to yeah. watch it. You know, I don't give a shit about it. That being said, we are on the outside because 
everybody fucking loves this song, as far as like critics go, and like it was huge on the charts too. This this song was huge for you too. It was and, huge. I mean, this album was huge for you too, but this this song in particular is is massive worldwide. Yeah. It always has been. Uh, this came out in 1987, and if you recall, this was. The video where they're like they recorded this on oh, top on the, of the, on rooftop. the roof. They ripped yeah. off the Beatles. Yeah, they yeah. ripped off the Beatles. Yeah. Like same fucking. And he acknowledges that too. He's, yeah, he yeah. does. This yeah. wasn't the first time we ripped off. Yeah. Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, I, good. I, I like that. Yeah. Even though I think Bono's kind of stuck up. It was like yeah. I liked it. He was like, yeah. oh fuck, I'll rip off. When the I was Beatles listening to this. <laughs> I just kept remembering that Simpsons episode with the <laughs> the four acapellas yeah. that they do on the rooftop, yeah. and Paul McCartney drives by, and he's like, it's been done. Like, <laughs> fucking great. Um, but with that, I actually looked up uh, a few other bands that have done some rooftop shows. Oh, <laughs> um, right. In 1968, actually before the Beatles, Jefferson Airplane did Decent. a uh, rooftop show on the top of the Schuler Hotel. Could be pronouncing that wrong. Um, <laughs> there's a few others that are moderately notable, uh, but then Macklemore and Ryan Lewis <laughs> did one <laughs> in 2013 <laughs> on top of uh, a Seattle. Oh, I goal. thought you were going to say was, on top that of was a value village. Right. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> oh, that would have been so good. <laughs> it was so oh, good. God <laughs> damn it. Um, and then I specifically remembered. The band Alien Ant Farm. Do you remember oh, yeah. that? Yeah, they, they covered, did that. Uh, they Michael did Jackson the Michael Jackson song. song. Yeah. But they had another song that was like a single for a week, and yeah, they performed on top of a rooftop. Very cheesy. Not a good song. That's why that <laughs> band is dead. I'm assuming. I actually I didn't bother looking that up. Yeah. Why would I look that I'm sure up? Sure, they're doing things somewhere. But <laughs> <laughs> one of my one of my favorite uh, jokes, like ever was, uh, I can't remember who told it to me, but they were like, yeah, U2 was at this concert, and uh, they stopped playing the song, and he just started clapping. He's like... Every time I clap, a child in Africa dies. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> and, and in the front row, some guy's just like, stop clapping, you bastard! <laughs> and I don't know if that's an so urban good. legend or not. It's so good. But it's that's still a joke, though. hilarious. <laughs> I, just, I love it every time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely hilarious. But in the context of a, a wedding CD, it doesn't seem like a romantic song. No, not at all. It's no. It's about classism in fucking it is, Ireland. Right? Like yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's about... Because uh, I guess in Belfast, uh, they used to literally be able to tell people's like, religions based off... Yeah, the religion yeah. and like, income. Yeah, and, really yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't and quite get that. And he was contradicting it to Ethiopia, where they have no street names. Something like yeah. that. But I haven't know. dug into the lyrics too much because I didn't want to listen to it more than once. But I think that, <laughs> I that's, want... that's more or less the, the gist of the song, then, and that's what yeah. the, the lyrics are about. In my head, I kept hearing, like, where well, the streets have no name, and I'm like, motherfucker, it's a grid system. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a numbered yeah. streets. It's, it's way town. easier. And we like, spoke about this in the bar <laughs> yeah. the other night, and you were like, like it's a grid is system. it about New York? I don't know. It's, it's a grid system. <laughs> it's a grid system. Chill out. Like, it's way easier that way. Um, <laughs> but not a romantic song by any means. Nope. But maybe it was a song that they, maybe there's it, some there story had, behind it. There had to have been some meaning to it. They oh, they like, fucked in, <laughs> in front of the Apple building. Especially as an opening track, though. <laughs> yeah. 
They, they spent too much money and went to a U2 concert together or something. But you think they would have, like, you know, a little, like, paragraph about each song. And, like, this is the reason. Like, See, that's that, not obvious. that would have helped a lot with the mix it but then we wouldn't have been able to fucking bullshit about that's it. That's true. So, you know. Yeah. So, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for leaving it open-ended. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our next track. Our next song is called Sometime Around Midnight by the Airborne Toxic Event. Uh, I'm, I'm not too familiar with this band. I've, I've seen their name a lot, but I definitely haven't listened to much of them. Uh, this was released in 2009 as the second single off their debut album. Mm. Uh, the song is about a night when the lead singer met a former girlfriend while out at a bar during which he discovered that he still loved her. Yeah. The entire band it's, was present during this event. It's pretty clear from the <laughs> lyrics that that's what's going on. Yeah, but here's my thing. The whole band is there? Yeah. How is nobody in his band being like, bro, you're drunk. <laughs> you, you don't love her. You're drunk. That's you're, your you're ex. Don't. That, just don't. I think, no, I, think there is a, I think there is a lyric in that song that says, like, I think there is one where it's like, uh, your friends say you look like a ghost. And they're kind of like, hey, What's going on? You all right? Uh, yeah, okay. I guess so. And I think they are aware of it, and it's just him in his own head being like, oh, this is what's going on with this girl. <laughs> like, I think we've all been there. Absolutely. Like, you're you're drunk, you meet meet, meet an ex at a bar, like, you got that kind of nostalgia feeling back. Yeah. But, like, we all know that that's, you don't trust that, you know? I remember this song coming out, and I remember hearing it on the radio when I was driving around in Ontario, and I love this song. It's super into it. Yeah. yeah. It is a good song. I like it. While I was going through a breakup, most likely. <laughs> <laughs> and in love with the song. Like it's it's great. But uh not a thing I would put on a not a wedding mix uh, yeah. song. No, not, yeah. not at all. <laughs> like yeah. not I'm even not, close. He's I, like <laughs> he's like, hey, uh let's let's put on this song. And she's like, why? Yeah. She's like in his head he's like Cause I met my ex the other night. <laughs> <laughs> She's coming to the wedding. I'm the trying to send a message. The end of the song. <laughs> the end of the song is her going home with the dude. Yeah. And him freaking out and kind of like going out in the street by himself. And that's the end of the song. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Fucking weird. For a wedding thing. And, like what? Yeah, and even like forget lyrics wedding. wise. Tone of the song. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Like the, just kind of down. The tone of this is very longing. Like, nah. I felt like, yeah. I felt like the whole song, you're just like longing for something. You're nah. longing yeah. for someone. And I mean, kudos on conveying that for the song. Yeah. But if anything, there was a good, wedding. I think there was a good transition from the U2 song into this song because of like the kind of delayed guitars and stuff, like the, kind of, like the yeah, build up I shit, like, like kind of builds they, a little. They go well together. Yeah. Yeah. But, so far, I, mean, I feel like. I mean, we're only only a couple songs in, but, like, it seems like they actually took some time and, like, put this mix together. Oh, definitely. Yeah. They were trying to do something, so kudos to that. It it does, like, I do like this song. It's it's a good song. I love this song. Um, It's just weird in the context. Yeah, it's just weird (laughs) in the context. I guess the lead singer wrote this song in complete isolation over the course of, like, the three days after this experience 
And I'm like, <laughs> he, he met her at the bar with the whole band. He's like, I need alone time. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's like, all right, yeah, guys. Seems like you do. I'm gonna bang out <laughs> single. You gotta fucking sit down and think about yeah, that. You shit. gotta chill, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he was just smoking weed, watching Netflix, and writing songs in between. <laughs> but you guys hadn't heard the song before. Uh, no, I I had heard it. I'd heard it. I wasn't I, familiar with it. Yeah, I'd heard definitely it. not familiar. <clears throat> but I had definitely heard it before. Like, yeah, it was played on the radio. I heard it a few times, but it was never, it was never something that really grabbed me, on yeah. on on at least like a passing by hearing. But I I definitely like it more now. Yeah. Like. Yeah, yeah, solid. And solid I checked out a couple of their other songs and like, yeah. interesting shit. Yeah, decent band, yeah. decent band. Like, like what they're doing. All right, let's move on to our next track. Right. Let's talk about this song. <laughs> this is Coldplay Fix You. This is the second single <laughs> off of X and Y in 2005. I remember this song very well as it has not left the stratosphere since it came out. I, I swear to God, I've been hearing this song for 14 years. Yeah. And. Yeah. It's on, like, every goddamn TV show. It still annoys the fuck out of me. It's on every TV show, right? It is on every TV show. It's just... Anytime somebody is sad and somebody comes to help them out, it's there. It is always there. If you're putting a soundtrack together, you're like, what is emotions? Just Google it. You're like, oh, Coldplay song. I gotcha. I kind of like it. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Sorry. Honestly, of any Coldplay song, of any Coldplay song, I actually don't mind this song, but it's been played so much now that I just it's I'm really yeah. annoyed about it. Yeah. And Coldplay in general, I kind of hate. I feel like they're actually like the modern U two. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was about to point out they would like, probably find that a compliment. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it started with U two, and then it went. Whatever the second event was, the Airborne Toxic event, and then Coldplay, and it's kind of all very U two ish. Like it's yeah, all kind of like guitar, I think. very similar guitar. It's like sound, I want to listen to alternative rock, but I really don't want to move. Yeah. Like I'm just I'm just gonna <laughs> sit in my chair and stare straight forward and just yeah. let the music wash over me. <laughs> just it's not like on, it's it's on, a wedding mix. This yeah. is like. On on a sad note, um, <laughs> I think we were already there. <laughs> the yeah, I mean it's a sad song. But uh, Blythe Danner, the mother of Gwyneth Paltrow, right, uh, said, uh, I don't know if this is true, but that uh, the lead singer of Coldplay, Chris Martin, yeah, Chris right. Martin, yeah, uh, wrote the song for Gwyneth Paltrow when her father died, and she cries every time she hears it. Mm. So I mean. <laughs> There's a sentimental thing Every there. Every single goddamn time. <laughs> <laughs> and he does it out of no, jest at this point. It's <laughs> like, oh, how's your day, honey? <laughs> They're definitely broken up. Fucking Chris Martin. They're definitely broken up. Do you think yeah. Chris Martin's the kind of asshole that's just like calls Absolutely. her and puts this song yeah. on the phone? I can see it. I can see it. 
Um, this is the weird thing though. Uh, this the guitar riff in this is the player introduction theme for the Montreal Canadiens. Really? What? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, for years. Which guitar riff? Like the opening. <laughs> <laughs> like the main riff. I have to hear it. Yeah. Let it play. No, let it play before you were. Okay, it's coming up. No. Pause it. Pause it. <laughs> you too. That's free advertising for them. <laughs> That's what the Canadians skate into? Yeah. And the player introduction to it. It's no wonder they haven't won a cup in 25 years. <laughs> so yeah, that is uh that is the song that uh, the Montreal Canadiens skate into and have their player introductions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, yeah. a bit of a diss? Fix you? Yeah! Wedding it's, mix! I'm gonna fix I'm gonna you? Fix you. Yeah, Isn't that a statement on their, we'll their get, relationship? We'll get I'm the government stamp you. on this. Yeah, and then, and then, I'm, a, then I'm gonna go to town. Fix your <laughs> like, drunk ass or your, your or broke whatever. ass or whatever. Like, just, fix yeah. you. <laughs> Odd. No, it's somebody that's, whichever one that's broken. Because they, they both picked this mix together. So whichever one was like, I didn't it, it, fix well, you on this, I'd be like, huh. Which, or, which one fixed which? Was it Sharon or Pete? Which one uh, fixed Looking at the picture, Sharon fixed, fixed Pete. Sharon yeah. fixed Pete? Yeah. Okay. Pete's We're going Pete. with Sharon fixed <laughs> yeah. Pete. Oh, definitely. Pete was a crackhead earlier? <laughs> no, not that bad. Not that bad? <laughs> he just like really itchy yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're, they're a little over dramatic about this stuff. I, I remember... Uh, I mean, like, the television shows, this is literally in so many television shows. But I remember the first time I heard it was uh, an episode of The O.C. Of course. Yeah, um, <laughs> I watched, like, three episodes The O.C. has that. had some great music <laughs> cool. in it. I, I was agree. a sucker for that shit back in the day. <laughs> I'm not ashamed of it. I had a fun time. But there's an episode of The O.C. where, like, uh, I think Summer wins prom queen or some shit. And Marissa said, I don't know, everybody ends up being with their, like, respective partners at the very end while this song is playing. And they're just like, don't worry, I'll hold you. <laughs> we're, we're all fixing each other. <laughs> but at the same time, the old rich guy dies, which is kind of hilarious. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to fix you, but this guy's dead. <laughs> like, eh, okay. And then there's somebody else using the other connotation to fix you, where they're like tying them off for like doing some heroin. It's like, oh Whoa. shit, she's gonna oh, fix him. <laughs> I, I, my, my main recollection of Coldplay, which every time I hear Coldplay now, I think of, was the weird choice to put them as the Super Bowl Fifty halftime show. Yeah. And everybody was like, Coldplay is playing Super Bowl Fifty, and I was like, when have you ever heard like a NFL like jock NFL fan montage just yeah. being like, yeah, I love football, I love the Detroit Lions, and I love Coldplay. <laughs> like, what? No, yeah. no, dude, that's weird as fuck. I think like that's the Super Bowl in general, though. Like Maroon they do Five, make some weird choices. Other than Bruce Springsteen, that was a dope. In the last couple of years, like, yeah, what, what's your what's your demographic? Choices. I believe the justification is people are that are going to watch Super Bowl. They're are going to watch, watch it. 
So you're trying so to rope trying to in attract people that, other people. That's why about Beyonce, Bruno Mars. Well, and like, on that that year was Beyonce when she did her like Black Panther formation performance. Oh, that was, was fucking, that was fucking sick. sick. Yeah, that was fucking <laughs> cool as hell. And I think I've told you this before, but uh, I used to have a friend named Lee, and we used to have this joke where uh, we were trying to we would working Coldplay lyrics into <laughs> into, into conversation and bars. Like, hey, Reagan, look at the, look at the stars. Look how they shine for you. And all the things that you do, and they're all yellow. And that was the joke that we used to do, and we would do all the time. Every time we were drunk, we would all like take a different Coldplay song, and the, we would do it spontaneously. Oh, I would have done so much. And there was one time, so oh, I would have got deep cuts. He, the, you yeah. wouldn't even known he, you that I ever done it. And there was one time his girlfriend at the time was so pissed at us that she went and she was a Coldplay fan and she thought we were making fun of Coldplay but I like Coldplay but she didn't realize that she thought we were fucking with her and she went you know what fuck you guys and she left the bar and uh, that was the beginning of the end for them oh, they, shit. they broke up this, this reminds me there was a there was a, a friend of ours who was dating somebody that looked like Steven Tyler <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna name names here, <laughs> but for like a solid week, all we did was I make totally fucking Aerosmith references. Oh my god! And it was amazing. Oh, like a solid week, oh. every time he would walk in, just oh. something new, and he he kept being like, "What are you? What are you? What are you talking about?" Like, he he kept wondering why so he was on be like, the, that's amazing. So you yeah. could say, uh, walk this way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just random shit like oh that. Oh my god. Every <laughs> single chance we had would just be like, oh yeah. She's kind of acting crazy right yeah, now, hey? like, I got some toys in the attic that I'm gonna take down to the Sally Ann later. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what are, what are you doing? Have <laughs> what are you doing tonight? I, I don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> and like constantly, we were barraging him. Like five of us. And it was it was the funniest yeah. inside joke we ever had. I, I swear to God. I can't it was believe I forgot so about fun. that. Oh that my was God. amazing. That was actually yeah. incredible. <laughs> <laughs> they look like Steven Tyler. The lips and everything. They look like Steven Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's, let's move on to our next track. All right, our next song is David Gray, Please Forgive Me. <laughs> We're a wedding CD, and it's called Please Forgive Me. Um... I don't know much about David Gray. I, I really don't. I, I, I don't think I, I've heard the name before. I don't think I've ever listened to anything by David Gray. When before. I searched this song, all I got was Please Forgive Me by Brian Adams. And then I had that <laughs> stuck in my head. Because <laughs> that is not a bad song. I did a little <laughs> bit of digging. Like, this, this came out in 1999. Uh, first off, I don't like this background shit um it's like drum and bass really busy drums like kind of folk and i was like it should be like an acoustic song yeah and then i was like oh that sounds weird and then i kept digging 
and he coined the term folktronica. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure really that made me I'm pretty sure that made me hate him. Yeah, like I, I don't right like there. that at all. Folktronica <laughs> sounds like a hippie's like pipe dream at the end of a weird acid trip. You imagine being at a bar and someone asking you, uh, "What's your favorite genre of music?" Folktronica. Like, like, I don't want to talk what? to you anymore. Yeah. Off. No, I'm good. Yeah. Folktronica. Cool. Yeah. The girl that told you that is wearing a dress she made herself, and it's <laughs> ugly. I, I've, literally everything I found out about this song and this artist, I was just mad about. Like Folktronica, and then I found out that Dave Matthews helped him gain Nordic variety and I was like uh, fuck you okay that makes sense like oh uh, this guy opened great. for Dave Matthews Dave Matthews yeah. helped you and like recorded yeah. an album like fuck <clears throat> I don't want to listen to Dave Matthews no. I definitely don't want to listen to His a protege, protege. <laughs> <laughs> like no nobody wants that nobody was clamoring for that Dave Matthews wasn't clamoring for that I don't think I've ever said this but I'd rather listen to Dave Matthews <laughs> <laughs> The sense I've never. You heard it here first. Before. Never thought Graham would rather it. listen to Dave Matthews. I'd rather listen to Crash. But you said it and you meant it. Here we are. <laughs> Is there How something about people named Dave and David? Like <laughs> that's it. He's got, he'll only accept proteges. Named Dave. <laughs> he's, take, he's taking in notes. He's like, all right, who do we got up on the docket? Uh, this guy's name is Matthew. Tell him to fuck off. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, that guy's pretty good. Tell him his name's Dave now. Talk, talk to Matt good. Not my shit. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> oh, the whole song is just very drab. Like, I don't know. Is What are the li- like... Please forgive kind of again. Please forgive me. Not a romantic. Not a wedding song. No, not really. Not, and not. again, just kind of down. Like it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's the last thing I expected from a wedding mix. No, yeah. yeah. When they, I put yeah. the CD in, I thought I was going to be uplifted and happy. And yeah, yeah. So far, it's been <laughs> kind of depressing. Yeah. Like yeah. really, it's been it's pretty. These are all down songs so far. Yeah. You sure you guys want to do this? <laughs> we're going to hit a weird state of uh, introspection know. tonight. There's, there's a lot more. We're, we're going to be a weird state of introspection tonight where we're just like, oh my God. I don't know how I feel. I don't know if I ever want to get married. Is this what marriage is Good like? Lord. Maybe I do have a reason <laughs> for this couple not to be wed. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to uh, raise my hand here. Uh, pretty sure, pretty sure they don't want to get married. Uh. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm done talking about David Gray. Yeah, he's uh, he's not interesting enough. I'm sorry if you're a David no. Gray fan. Whew. That's all I have to tell, say. Tell us why. Yeah, tell us why. <laughs> tell us why. Give us some hate mail. <laughs> tell us why. <laughs> all right, let's move on to our next track. We watched the plumes paint the sky gray. She laughed and danced through the field of graves. Our next song is Death Cab for Cutie, Grapevine Fires, from the sixth studio album. Um, I love Death Cab. I, I really like Death Cab, but this is later Death Cab. I, I'm not as familiar with this. I really, I really kind of veered off after Plans. Okay, I, I really did. 
I, same trajectory as you. I was. I, I, I think was great, it was a then, certain point in my life, and then the yeah. album that came out after Plans, I was like, eh, it didn't really hit me the same. But Transatlanticism. Transatlanticism is a fucking classic. Great. Yeah, even a couple before then. Or oh yeah. yeah. No, I I love Death Cab. I think I think they're a great band. I think Ben Gibbard uh, is awesome. I I love Ben Gibbard's voice. It's just like I like his melodies. Is it gibbered? I'm joking. <laughs> that's a soft. That is, that is, hard, that is a hard no. It is definitely not gibbered. Gibbered. Um, yeah, even the album, uh, uh, well, they had the photo album before that. Great album. Great album. Yeah. We have the facts and we're voting yes. was a yeah. fucking great album. Um, yeah, I don't know. I loved, I, I love Death Cab. This song is good. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. But it's not... I never heard it before. It's nothing this, too but... special. I think... I don't know. I think at a certain point, you're you're just trying to feed the machine that is your own, you know, kind of band sound. And you're just trying to put out more stuff. And this, this album kind of seemed like that. This song kind of seems like that. Was all their stuff before this, like, along the same vein? Because I've... I'm unfamiliar completely. I'd heard this song before, but I, I didn't. Like I didn't know the band. I'd heard their name, like, just the album before was like a little in the same in the same vein. But the stuff before was a little. Uh, I don't know. I feel like they're at this point. They were just they're a mid level band, and they're just trying to like keep a little bit just of money going. Keep you know? pumping it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, it's not. It's not a bad it's song. No, yeah. It's a Once fine again, song. But why is this yeah. on your wedding yeah. mix? This is about like what is this pretty forgettable here. This is yeah. about like literally like wildfires. Uh, this this is a song about wildfires, and is this a metaphor? Is this a metaphor to, that we're not getting? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're just pyros and they like start wildfires. <laughs> just to boil it down. Death cab for cutie. Actually, <laughs> death cab for the fire victims. No, no, the, the wedding couple. Maybe that's their thing. Ah, they're firefighters? Is no, that they start saying? wildfire. Oh, they start, they're arsonists. They're serious yeah. arsonists. I, I, I kind of dig that, actually. That's exciting. <laughs> That's an it's exciting It's more exciting than the first five tracks on this fucking CD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's for sure. I, I, yeah, we definitely can't say anything about that. <laughs> um, I, I will say that for a brief period of about three years, I, I really really wanted to thank Ben Gibbard for uh, divorcing Zoe Deschanel so that it was possible that I might end up with her one day. (laughs) That is now a pipe dream as she remarried, but I I mean, thank you, The lead singer for Death Cab for Cutie was married to Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, married to Zoe Deschanel. I didn't know that. Interesting. They were like the perfect indie hipster couple. Ben Gibbard, who would have thought? <laughs> ben Gibbard, <laughs> sticking to that, eh? Yep. <laughs> it just makes it sound like like giblets. Like it just, I know. it's so it's so off putting. I don't know. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right, Ben Gibbard, let's move on to our next song. You mean Ben De Chanel? <laughs> oh, he definitely took her name. Oh fuck yeah, you would. You would. I would. <laughs> I would.
All right, we got a Ben Gibbard double feature. <laughs> yes, this is the Postal Service. Such great heights. Following right after Death Cab, I kind of like I like I the composition song. of the mix, like putting yeah. the the back to back Ben Giverds, and I like this song. That I, sounds great. Postal Service is is great. I I like this. Um, yeah, it's another Ben Gibbard band, more electronica, and they're just a two piece, I believe, aren't they? The Postal Service, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. And really? yeah, I like it. Yeah. It's it's electronica, but it's it's light, mixed with a little indie rock, and I still like. I love Ben Gibbard's voice. I really do. He's yeah. he's got a great way with melodies. And I feel like this is the first romantic song that's on. This here. is the first this romantic is a love song. song. Yeah, this is the first one. That is actually freckles in our eyes are mere images. Yeah, beautiful line. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, this this was another song that was in tons of like media. This was I, it? This was in tons I of commercials. Never heard this song before. The chorus was in tons of commercials, <clears throat> um, and it was in a couple TV shows. Hmm. Uh, it was in Grey's Anatomy, which I found out, which. <laughs> Was really weird, really weird. The best show of all time. I would have, out of all the, well, but like I've never really watched Grey's Anatomy. I think an ex girlfriend convinced me to watch like two episodes on a hungover day once. I think I did about the same. Yeah, yeah. but like all I know yeah. about that Actually, show is I it's did as well. <laughs> like all I know is it's like a really sad show. It's a sad show, and, and most people didn't have lupus. <laughs> yeah, it was not like Dr. House. Like, oh, is it? Oh, no, it isn't, no. Dr. I, House. I don't want to watch Oh, that's lupus. House. Never mind. Yeah, that's yeah. House. I don't, yeah. Well, they do have lupus in there. That's true. <laughs> I don't, Nobody I don't ever has lupus. want to watch shows about hospitals. It always makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, no. Hospitals. No, I don't want to think about hospitals. Except for Scrubs. Yeah. Come on, Scrubs is a little, scrubs, a little scrubs different. Is right. But even then, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't want to think about hospitals ever. I don't. I feel like this is also like, <clears throat> like I don't know what the episode or context was when this was in Grey's Anatomy, but like I said, it's a sad show. I feel like this is not that sad of a song, and that kind of confuses me for the, you know, choice there. That's probably it's probably like a happy part, an uplifting of it. moment. Yeah. They were like, all right, let's not kill off a doctor today. <laughs> if you haven't figured out, episode. we have no idea what happens in Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I just assume they're killing off doctors left and right. That is what happens on most like hospital shows. Yeah. You think the patients are going to die? They're no. like, oh, never mind, your favorite doctor you got hoodwinked. Died. Oh, sorry about that. But Carl, you never heard this song. You, like, did you like this song when you heard it? It's not bad. I'm, it, it, it's cute. Yeah, think, it's cute. I think it's Keenan and I probably heard catchy. it when we were young and yeah. in love and naive. Yeah, and that's why we. I love definitely it. heard this you know as a dumber person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all this, all this nostalgia wrapped up in this yeah. song, and that's yeah. why I like it. It's true. I, got, I, I got like no Carlos as, as, as a critical person, like, as a critical person, I probably don't care about this song, but I have that nostalgia wrapped in from a time when I was a very dumb. Fucking punk kid just <laughs> trying to get into indie rock because all the girls liked indie rock. There's, have you heard Iron Wine cover this song? No, I did not know that was a thing. Nice and slowed down, even sadder. Oh, wow. Even My sadder. Yeah. Shit. Oh, you God. want to cry? Shit. All right. Put this you on, are, on a Sunday. You are not barking up the tree that <laughs> let's I'm get it going. Let's let's get a good cry on. <laughs> yeah. We've officially changed this podcast from talking about wrestling to talking about crying. <laughs> you never cry while you're wrestling? <laughs> if you're bad at it. You're not really wrestling. You're not really wrestling. 
You realize you're on a shitty contract <laughs> in the Boston Crab by some sweaty dude. <laughs> Boston Crab. <laughs> I like that the Boston Crab is the first Boston <laughs> Holy shit. Like, no, 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 not, not any of the regular shit. Yeah. The Boston Crab. You haven't cried, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, with that, let's move on to something hopefully more suitable to wrestling. <laughs> Someone like you and all you know and how you speak. Countless lovers under cover of the street. All right, our next song is Kings of Leon, Use Somebody, the second single from their fourth studio album in 2008. Uh, we, I, I remember this song very well being played a lot. This song was yeah. huge. But I didn't know that this was Kings of Leon. I straight oh, up didn't. What? I, I just, when somebody said Kings of Leon, I was like, Sex on Fire, that's their only song ever. <laughs> and I hated that song so much. Fair. I feel like it was probably on the same album. It right? was. Yeah. It was yeah. on the same album. And that's why I'm like, a little surprised that I didn't like connect the two, but this song has such a different tone than Sex on Fire, I feel. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, I don't mind this song. I, I kind of like this song. Oh, he's got a great voice. He's got a great voice. That's, that's the one thing that I really like about this song. Yeah. No, I like it. I like his voice. He's got a great yeah. sound to it. Like, it's it's a little raspy, but it's... You know, it's not like chin rock raspy. It's no, it's, it's <laughs> the Jason. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just regular raspy. Yeah, it's just regular raspy. It's it's a nice voice. He can hit those notes. I I like I like this song. It's it's catchy. Yeah. Uh, it's it also has kind of an epic feeling to it. Like I don't know the kind of like background noise coming up. It's just feels yeah. kind of like big. You know. Oh, it I does like feel that. big, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Like this is. This is what I want from Stadium Rock. You know? The this background like, vocals, right? Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it feels big. Like, yeah. you want this in a ton of people in a stadium, and they're just like, there's pyrotechnics and shit. Like, that's now, what I hear in this song. Now, every time I think of Kings of Leon, do you remember the, the incident that happened with Kings of Leon? No. no. <laughs> it was, I believe it was 20... Oh, fuck. I can't remember the year. But they were playing in St. Louis, and they walked off the show after three songs because there was so many pigeons above them what? shitting on them. Oh my god! <laughs> really? <laughs> you guys never heard of this? No, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> it was the it, like. There's many articles about this because I I looked it up today. <laughs> it's <was> like <laughs> they. Pigeons were not happy. The, the the place that they were playing had had issues with it before, but never quite so bad. <laughs> that like there's it was there's, a laxative. To there's the, the angles pigeons. that shows the drummer playing, and there's just like shit all over his drum set <laughs> as he's trying to play. The bass player said, uh, in the second song they played three songs and then shut it down. In the Second song, he got <laughs> shit on his cheek that got in his mouth, and the bass tech walked over and wiped it off his face and then, like, ran back <laughs> off stage. And 
I always, like, I remember hearing about that and thought that's, like, the funniest, dumbest rock and roll thing. And then when I looked it up today, there was two opening bands that played that night that finished their sets. Did, were the pigeons not shitting on them? No, they shit on them just as much. The opening <laughs> bands played. They're hungry. Finished they their sets. And one of the guys from one of the bands, it's just like they were, shout out to. Uh, oh, oh, that's my shopping list. Just a sec. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Pigeons are... Pigeons just shit on everything, man. <laughs> I was telling Graham this the other day. They're like the Bill Maher of the bird world. They just shit on everything. They don't care. They, 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 don't, have, they don't have any kind of discrepancy. They just shit on everything. They are, they are the Bill Maher of the bird world. And they always will be. <laughs> That's what they do. Forget about that. <laughs> like... I, we've got a pigeon coop above the, the smoking area at the bar we go to. And there's this one lowly pigeon that just, like, stares at you. Like, it fucking <laughs> mean mugs you. It's like, it's like Nelly fucking country grammar <laughs> shit. It's mean mugs and shoulder shrugs. It's just this pigeon just staring into your soul, being like, make a move, bro. I'll shit on you. <laughs> and I think about it every time. I go out for a cigarette, and I'm watching this pigeon eyeball the fuck out of me. Shout out to the Postels and the Stills, who played their full opening oh, set. The stills. Oh, the Stills, stills are great. There you go. Yeah. yeah, Stills yeah, are stills awesome. Stills are great. They opened for them. The Stills just played through it, eh? covered in shit and left, and Kings and Leon could only play three songs. And we're like, no, no, we're done. To be fair, I get it. <laughs> no. That's what money does to you. Was, hey, if you're uh, a hungry band, yeah, you through, I get you it. Play through the shit. I mean, I get it, <laughs> but like, play through the shit. I, 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 the could, shit. I couldn't do that. I, I, I can would. just imagine if this happening. Doing... If you're an opening band, if you're the second of three bands, and all of a sudden you're like, nah, there's too much pigeon shit. Yeah, because one of one of Fuck the lead that. singers of those bands, I can't remember which one it was, said. We didn't want to stop because we didn't want to be the band that walked off the Agreed. Kings of Leon tour. Yeah. Like, they're like, no, we're playing I respect this. that. And they had, like, they had at least an hour from the time that show started to be like, why don't deal we just get, like... Deal with the pigeons. Like, or, oh, deal with the pigeons. Umbrellas. That right, was tarp. what I thought. A big-ass tarp. I was going to say, how can you not... I was going to say, gun, but... A big-ass awning. No, I... Find an awning. I think umbrellas, because that would have been, like, funny as hell. Deal with the source. the audience can tell, like, something's wrong. You're getting shit on. I think you go to your Just local get... trailer park, you pull out an awning, <laughs> put it on. Uh, what, what else are you going to do? But it, it, like you had an hour to deal with this. Go get some fucking umbrellas. Get your techs. Like that's you, a gotta, you got a guitar tech. But see, this tech. is this they is just stand that's there, a and it weak would be, move. If this, your two opening bands can play through the pain. Yeah, but this is a promoter. Don't. This is a promoter problem. This is a stage manager promoter problem. I agree. I'm. I've been. I've been a promoter and a stage manager. That's that's deal, deal with, with that, that shit. Yeah. Come yeah. on. And everybody a got their money is back shitting for on that concert. But also Kings and Leon as a band. Your two opening bands play through that, and then you don't. You play through. I'm that. sorry. Yeah. You, you play got through it down right. Yeah. 
I, I just... That's what everyone's there for. Yeah. Right? To see Kings of Leon get shit on. <laughs> There's one dude in the crowd basically making prop bets about the show. He'd be like, hey, 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 how much you want to bet somebody like like a like a bird shits on them tonight? Like, and it's Mike Tyson. <laughs> it's like, I brought all my friends. I brought all my friends. <laughs> Mike Tyson's mystery is solved. Mike the Tyson pigeons are shitting on kids. <laughs> Oh my god. I I love the visual on that <laughs> so much. Also I found out did you know Kings of Leon is three brothers and their cousin? Yeah. I, I didn't know that. It's a family band. It's a family band. What's yep. the name from? Kings of Leon. They were named after their grandfather, Leon. Oh. Yeah. I kind of like that. I thought that was pretty cool. That's a good band yeah. name. I mean, I origin. still don't like them. Isn't that cute? But That's a good band yeah. name origin though. I'd like yeah. a lot of bands have some shitty band name <laughs> origins. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like that. I don't mind yeah. that at all. That's yeah. cool. All right, let's uh, let's move on to our next track. A little less pigeon shitting. <laughs> Is there? We don't know. Stain of the sepia, the butcher crying me through the wreck of a brass band. I thought I could see her in a cake while she came through the dead little lane. Just a little bird floating on a hurricane. All right, our next song is Josh Ritter. The dogs or whoever. I fucking like this song. Josh Ritter is great, man. Dude, I had never heard of Josh Ritter before I heard this song. I'm a Josh Ritter fan. I like this song. Yeah. Josh Ritter has toured through this small town that yeah. we all live in what? at least twice in the last five years. Seriously? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I fucking yep. like this song a lot, man. Yeah. At least twice since I've been I, here. I will say that, uh, that like, He's in, the, in the yeah. opening part... I didn't like I didn't like the keys in the background mm. to the opening part. It was just it didn't seem right. I feel like you could have got rid of the keys and then brought them in later. It didn't seem right at the beginning, but overall the song was awesome. I love the lo-fi recording. Yeah. This like this song, I had heard it before, but I don't think I paid enough attention to it. It kind of comes in between like like it's very Bob Dylan esque, but a little bit yeah. But it also uh, kind of hits like uh, Jake Bug, uh, and like it's kind of in the middle of that, mm. where like yeah, but it's more lo-fi too, which I love. I loved this song; it was super fun. And Carly, if you like this, he's got albums. Well, can, and like <clears throat> several I was, albums. I was you can reading check about out, him, right? and like his albums got voted like best like like top hundred albums of the last century kind of shit like he's yeah. like he's phenomenal reputed yeah. as one of the best songwriters alive yeah. like he's yeah he's one yeah. of those dudes that like everyone should know about but he's not he's just, like yeah. just under the radar of yeah. that and they like, can tour and like like sell rooms but like he's not yeah. on that but level i'm but, in that yeah. guy that guy's cool yeah yeah, yeah. i like really him. liked it and um, it's the first kind of weddingy like let's get up and move yeah it's like, the first kind of dancey like old people that's can the first fun kind of song on this yeah. entire yeah. mix totally yeah good call yeah. <laughs> um i also love i love the name of this album that this is on uh it's, it's from 2007 it's called the historical conquest well, of josh, josh ritter, ritter. <laughs> yeah. fucking nice. great Incredible title <laughs> and uh yeah in this track he makes like a ton of historical references uh, he mentions Florence Nightingale, Calamity Jane, Joan of Arc, 
Casey huh. Jones. But it doesn't uh, seem forced. It's yeah, not like, no, it seems like natural. It's very natural, and yeah. yeah, he's an incredible songwriter. I love the writing in this. It's yeah. so fun. Love it. That it album really... in particular is great, and anything else, yeah. Can't say enough. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, dude. I'm definitely deep diving into more Josh Ritter yeah. after this one, for sure. I've been, I've actually like that, I think this was the song I enjoyed the most out of this whole mixtape. Mm. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I had such a good time listening to it. I had heard it before, and when I saw it on a this mixtape, I was pumped about it. Yeah. I was like, yes! And like, <laughs> yeah, like way to go to this wedding. Yeah. Like, like, it got me on there, so I'm like, yeah. Awesome. yeah. If one of you guys loves this, great. Fine, like, you made up for opening with you 2 Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, with that being said, though, like, I just, I love this song. I think we can move on to the next one. Move on to the next one. <laughs> Josh Ritter, you're a fucking legend. Well, now you must go, my dear, while the moon is in the sky. For if the morning finds you here. All right. Our next track is the Troll Bros, Lone Star Fool, uh, from 2005. It was hard as hell to find anything about yeah. this group they are not known or a thing like uh, no history behind the, they were like oh this was a random jam band i guess like that's kind of all i was able to find how do you feel with the song though what do you think so <laughs> i this this whole song i listened to it through and i was like this like i know what they're trying to do like it sounds like it almost sounds like something I would be into. It's like it's kind of got this. It's got this like, like rockabilly that. flow. Yeah. And like I like what it is, but it's missing Nick Thirteen. Like yeah. if if like this is if Tiger Army was fucking terrible. <laughs> this is if Tiger Army was fucking terrible. Yeah. Like Nick Thirteen would make this so much better. But it's bad. It's just it. It doesn't really go anywhere. It's bland. Yeah. It's I. I don't know where. I don't know where the 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 wedding party dragged this up from. Like, where it's, did you find all... this song? Yeah. Like, I've never heard this before. I've never even heard of. I wouldn't say the wedding party. I think this is like well, a the, mix of yeah. like the, the 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 couple. The the couple. But yeah. like, well, this is this is where the mix starts to turn. It does. And you've gone from sad, like the first five, six songs, whatever it was, were they're just sad. They're like U2 cover bands being like, eh, here you go. And then, yeah, Josh Ritter, lay it down. Yeah. But that's where it went folk country. Mm-hmm. Let's change And a bit. now, like, we're, we're on a path right now. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like we're on a path. We'll yeah. see what's coming up next, but it seems like a path. But this is a weird, weird song to choose. Kind I of also a thought song. I don't know. Sorry. Kind of a boring song. Yeah, it's boring. There's it doesn't go anywhere. It. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it, it kind of just, it keeps droning. Like I kind of know what they're going for, but they're not doing it right. I will never listen to the song again. I will never listen. To it. <laughs> no, I, di- I didn't download. It. After I tonight, I will never listen to the song again. I will never listen to this band. Again. If I hear this again in my life, I will. 
not remember that I've heard it before. Although there was also a point in this song, I'm gonna like, trick you into listening. Like, to this <laughs> <laughs> How do we get you probably drunk. remember this song? Like, yeah. no, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. Literally, this whole song I was listening to, it, I was just like, "Tiger Army did it better." And then I just listened to some Tiger Army for a bit, and I was like, "This is great." <laughs> this is a much better. And I was like, "Oh, maybe if they added like like the the singer from Tsunami Bomb." Or even the girl from Horror Pops, like any of these old like rockabilly, like punk, adjacent kind of bands, I'd be awesome. But they're not. It's just this dude singing in a monotone voice over top <laughs> of strumming rockabilly that doesn't go anywhere. It's very, it's very yeah. boring. It's bland as yeah. hell. I think this is the only song that I can't find one redeeming quality. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that David Gray song, though? <laughs> <laughs> that sucked. I but at least, but at, least I with, <laughs> at least with David Gray, he coined the term Folktronica. He at least invented a new Excellent genre. Excellent point. Fair enough. Like the members of the Fair the members of the Troll Bros didn't come up with rock of bullshit. Like, that's not a thing. Like, I don't know. It's oh amazing. come on! If there was a poster that said "Rock Bullshit," go see. Actually, that I show. would go see. Even, that show. Exactly. Even the title "Lone Star Fool," like I figured it'd be a. I thought it was like gonna a be country way more country, ballad, yeah. like something interesting, totally. like a like a sad boy kind of thing. Although like I'm a, not gonna lie, every time I think of uh, I hear the word "Lone Star," you think of the I chain restaurant. No, I think of oh. uh, the band Lone Star. You think of the, the band Lone Star? Yeah, yeah maze. Yeah. Like, I'm amazed by you. And that's, that's the all only song of. they play at the chain restaurant. I think that's the only song. Putting <laughs> that on this mix would made sense. That would have been yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. that would have made better. more sense than They're this like, song. Oh, totally. Yeah, it's a wedding. Sing amazed. It's a wedding. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not mad at all. <laughs> all right, um, Troll Bros, if you're listening, I hope your careers have gotten better. Uh, let's move on to our next. Next track. Yesterday. Yes. My my first thought about this song was that Carl's gonna love this. <laughs> we haven't spoken about this song at all together. And my first thought when I heard this is that Carl loves this song and he yeah. already knows it. I yeah. totally correct. I do know this song. Yeah, you know. Because this was played ad nauseum in Calgary. Yeah. I remember this too. But uh, yeah, of course you do. No, I I don't, I've never heard yeah. this song before. I remember this song. My my sister was super into this country at this time. When this was coming out. Yeah. My sister was so into this. Yeah. And I heard a lot of these like like these songs. Like Emerson Drive, uh Toby Toby McGuire. Toby, uh, Toby Keith. Emerson Keith. Toby Keith. Emerson Drive seems like a, that, that sounds like an emo band to me. It does. Emerson right? Drive. They're Canadian. It does, right? Yeah. yeah. But also, <laughs> when I heard it, it was like, uh, this sounds like um, Brian, Adams, Brian Adams visits Alberta. You yeah. I, mean? like, oh, I could see Yesterday. Yeah. It sounds like yeah. uh, Summer 69. Yeah, it's got yeah, the same it kind of does. Feel. Yeah, yeah, it has that same kind of feel. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're they're a Canadian band, Emerson Drive, but uh, do you know about their like beginnings? <laughs> they were they were originally uh, called Twelve Gauge. Oh, that was their band Jesus. name. Okay, so they were originally called That's Twelve very Gauge. Country. <laughs> they were originally twelve. Better band name. Twelve Gauge. Better band name. Um, yeah. 
And they actually came up by winning a Battle of the Bands contest. <laughs> and they released some stuff, and they were fine. But they moved to Nashville, Tennessee to, like, make it big and sign a major record deal. How'd that and go? in the States, there was a rap group called 12 Gauge. So <laughs> Which is name. a way better name for a rap way group better name than for a, a rap fucking group. country yeah. band. Right. 12 yeah. Gauge sounds way too hard to be a country band. Yeah. It does. No. <laughs> 12 Gauge is a fucking rap group. It Unless you just have songs about 12, hunting isn't and 12, that's it. I don't know yeah. much about guns, but isn't that more of a country kind of gun than a... Yeah. A kind of gun? Unless you, you know saw it off, then... Then it's a street gun. It's a sawed-off. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just saying that no, sounds like, like a more sawed of a... No, like a sawed-off is going to be a 12-gauge. To a point, but like... If any, you got a good one. Yeah, but what country band is naming themselves after a fucking gun? I feel like a lot. Oh, what? a southern one. Yeah, yeah I maybe. feel like that's... Uh, isn't that Leonard part of the... Skinner had like five songs about gun yeah, guns. Isn't like, that part of the culture? Yeah. Oh, I think... I We're think racist and band, we shoot guns. Yeah, I yeah. think a country band should be named after a gun. Just not ones that sound like this. See, like Outlaw. Country. Yeah. See, that's what exactly. I'm saying. Outlaw Country. Yeah. I get it. Pop Country. Pop no. Country. No. no, come on. Fair. Like, what? What are you doing? This is not unless my you're naming yourself after the gun that they use on the like biathlon, the one that goes <laughs> like that. That gun. You can name a country band. <laughs> this country band can be named after that gun. They yeah. Pretty much <laughs> that gun. Um, Emerson Drive named themselves. Emerson Drive after they couldn't use 12 gauge because that was the name for the Emerson Trail that crosses western Alberta and joins the Alaskan Highway. That's horrible. That's, um, that's horrible. Yeah. I, I feel like a lot of country bands just like name themselves after roads. Like, yeah. I feel like that's Florida Georgia line. Florida Georgia line. Yeah. yeah. I was literally thinking about yeah. that. Also, with that, like 12 gauge, you think, you know, like gangster ass hip hop or like maybe some outlaw country yeah. could you imagine a band putting out a song like Cruise and <laughs> being called 12 Gauge like these two pretty boys <laughs> are you kidding me no nobody's doing that fuck me but yeah Car I think Carl you liked this song before you heard this on this mix no correct? this is this is too pop country for me okay but you had heard it but you didn't I had heard it a thousand times I heard a lot of country. But this ain't your jam. Yeah. But no, I, this isn't the country I like. Okay. No. One of my main complaints it's, 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 about this song and kind of the pop country in general is how boring the rhyming is. Mm, like, yeah. literally listening to this today, I was I was able to predict what the word you was going to be. You could hear it coming. Like, you, know you, you say something and you're yeah. like, oh, they're going to end this with... There's there's one particular I can't remember what it is right now, but they finished it on somehow, and I was like, they're gonna say how, and no. right there, <laughs> and I was like, oh, like I hate that I knew that. Like, it's just a boring rhyming scheme, and yeah. it's just lazy writing, and I just I just kind of hate that. I just when I can tell where it's going, but he, even this, there's a line that says, yesterday when we had our dreams. <laughs> Yesterday when we had our dreams. Yesterday when we had our dreams. <laughs> Again, not a wedding song. It's kind of like looking back and like, ah, remember when we were like better than, or like, <laughs> when we had some dreams and then now we're getting married. It, seems, it just seems like an odd song to throw into a, a wedding mix. Huh. Yesterday when we like had that. our dreams. Yeah. yeah, weird as hell. 
Yeah. Weird outlook on the you whole think, thing. You think you want a song called Tomorrow? Yeah. On your wedding mix. Not <laughs> exactly. fucking yesterday. Not yesterday. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yesterday. All right. <laughs> Yeah, my main thing was that I knew that Carl had heard this before. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to our next track here. Well, I ain't first class, but I ain't quite trash. I'm wild and a little crazy, too. Some girls don't like boys like me. Oh, but some girls do. Now, if you were asking if Carl had heard a song before... <laughs> <laughs> this is this, this is the song, song I'd heard before. And Again. I like this oh, song. Oh, motherfucker. Again, I, I had a feeling Carl's, Carl yeah. knows this song. This one, this one I'd heard, this one I like. This one Never heard is it before, but I was like, Sawyer Carl, Brown, Carl knows some this. girls do, and I have drank a lot of beers, <laughs> sitting on a tailgate, staring at a fire, listening to this song. I love I, this song. Like, it's a great really? song. We do. Dude, a I like chorus. it. chorus. Really? I like it. It's, it's fucking '80s country, it's fucking of course. Fine. It's a shit yeah, chorus. It's a shit. <laughs> you can't expect that. Let's much. talk about the lyrics. <laughs> in the, I like in the chorus. I like the lyrics. fucking garbage chorus. Um, I like the fact that they say I ain't first class, but I ain't I white ain't trash. White trash. She's wild and a little. Hey, I'm, I'm kind of mediocre. Here, here I am. Yeah, that's literally that's, my life. That's exactly <laughs> what people that listen to this music expect. Yeah. And Fuck it. Shitty, it. I'm fine yeah, with oh it. My I love Lord. it. I think it's fine. I think it's a good old boy song. I don't think song. you appreciate country music properly, Graham. This is a good old boy song. This, I is, think, this is literally, this is the epitome of good old boy music. It's like, drink a fucking Pilsner on the back of a pickup yeah. truck yeah. and stare listlessly at all the things you can't do. I'm not as good as that guy. I'm not as bad as that guy. I don't exactly. know. And I'm, I'm and I'm 17 and somebody bought me a 12 pack, so you know what? I'm gonna listen to this song. That's exactly what this song Do is. Do you doing. have this yeah. on your computer? Uh, I used to on an old computer. Yeah. I guarantee I had this song. You've been in a moment where you're like, I want to hear this song. Fuck yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, I remember typing Sawyer Brown into Napster. Being like, I think I need that song. That's insane yeah. to me. That is insane <laughs> to me. I've, you never listened to country music in high school. <laughs> no. I guess, no like, I've listened to older country music, like Johnny Cash this and George, older George Jones, like that kind of stuff. 80s. It's 80s. I've listened to older country music, but this kind of stuff? No, never. <laughs> this is not part of it's, my life. You didn't listen to, uh, oh God, what are the other ones that would be adjacent to this? Garth Brooks? No, Garth Brooks is, that's, that's older. This, I don't this mind Garth Brooks, older, but... This is older than that. This would be like early Alan Jackson, uh, early Brooks and Dunn. Yeah, no. Maybe? No. Like yeah. late 80s, early 90s country? No. Uh, I'm on an island. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I don't mind it. It's Chattahoochee's coming on soon. <laughs> hey. Hey, I like this song. I think it's fun, man. I, it's fun. And you know what? It's a fucking wedding song. <laughs> it is a wedding is song. Is it? You, if, totally. That's not a... Hey, really? maybe, maybe, maybe the not your is not perfect. Yeah. Maybe he's not like your middle wedding. of the road, and he's like, ah, yeah. she likes me. Fuck it. Yeah. Shouldn't we be pretending 
on that one day that he's a good dude <laughs> and not be like, yeah, he's going to a piece of shit. Nah, he's <laughs> not first The class. one day. <laughs> the one day. We'd be like, he's a pretty good Look dude. Look at him, he ran into tux. Yeah. <laughs> I hate and that's what it is. It's like, yeah, he's not first class. He's not a piece of shit. Eh, he's fine. This is one of my least favorite things about, uh, well, weddings and funerals. Both the two. People always lie about motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. big time. Time. Those are the two days you should lie about people. <laughs> no, be honest. I disagree. No. I'm be honest. Lie about those people no, on those two honest. days. Those are the only two days you should lie about people. But no, I disagree. Every other day, have be you, honest. Have you, you ever spoke at a funeral? I spoke at a funeral, yeah. and I was honest as fuck. I spoke, and I was like, you know what? I don't agree with that. Did, like, did you talk about Well, they were actually fucking... a really good person, to be Yeah, fair. exactly. Like, but, have you spoken to But I still said some shit. I like. said some shit that <laughs> the people in the audience did not like. Talked some shit right spot. afterwards? <laughs> no, I spoke... Maybe even right before. The day of? Be a gentleman. <laughs> I Pretend spoke, they're a good person. I spoke at a, at a really, like, one of my best friend's funerals, and... Her family was very religious, and she was a lesbian. They did not <laughs> want that shit coming out at all. Yeah. They literally mentioned her previous partner as, like, a friend, a yeah. good friend of the family. And I went yeah. up there, and I was just like, she was a lesbian, she loved women, fuck you. Like, <laughs> no, I said, fuck that shit. That is I'm a not, different I'm scenario. I agree with that. I'm not trying to be I, coy I agree with that. Shit. But, I mean, come on. You know, some girls do. Yeah, some girls do. <laughs> Good lord. You, you know what? I'm sorry, but when you come up to me, if, 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 I, if, I, if, I, if I, I ever get married... I don't even believe in marriage, first of all. I, I don't yeah, know. fuck marriage. <laughs> but if I, want the government if I were getting <laughs> married, and Keenan comes and goes, he's not the best dude, but he's not homeless. <laughs> he's an alright guy. I think you did okay. Like, no, I would, what? I would like, 100% you go up and be like, you're this is Graham, this is Graham, he's one of my best friends in the world, he's a loyal motherfucker, he's great as hell. He's not homeless. No, no, lie, 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 that's the part you should lie No, at. no, no, I'm going to bring up the fact that you like Hootie and the Blowfish every time. <laughs> <laughs> my extended, like, this my is a good friend. Is not I love him, but you like Tootie and the Blowfish, so that makes him a fucking idiot. And I'll say that every time. I'm not gonna lie. I'm That's gonna why speak you're not my, my wedding party. <laughs> I'll speak the truth. All right, all right. I'll speak it. <laughs> they do throw it out to the crowd. <laughs> Does anyone have any reason? <laughs> like Hootie the Blowfish. Hootie the Blowfish will be playing at my wedding, motherfucker. If I ever get married, they will be. He's gonna get together baby. anymore. He's gonna get out in front of it. Darius Rucker gonna, would never gonna, play your wedding. They're gonna walk be, in. I don't care. I need the backing of Hootie and the Bullfish. I will be Darius Rucker. Oh, that would be <laughs> that would be the ultimate troll if he just had Darius Rucker actually live playing acoustic guitar at his wedding. Just <laughs> as you walk in, he just points at him like, "Yeah, motherfucker." <laughs> I, I like say it now. <laughs> actually, I like the idea even more of Darius Rucker coming up and like, like him at his wedding. He's talking to his bride, and he's just like, "So uh, our wedding's gonna cost uh, 
$10,000. She's like, what? I thought we were keeping it cheap. It's like, yeah, we are. We're cutting down on our durans and volunteers <laughs> and all this, but it's gonna be all six grand to bury his record. <laughs> <laughs> Because, uh, you know, no way there's six Gs. Darius Rucker's getting six Gs. No, sure. way more. Well, sure. you, you, way more. He was getting ten, but you got him down to six because he's crashing <laughs> on your couch. <laughs> you looking at, you looking at Darius Rucker's Darius <laughs> I guarantee he's wedding. way more than six Gs. I guarantee it. <laughs> I don't know. I'll put my wedding on it. What website would even <laughs> have that? Email him right now. We'll have it at the end of the podcast. <laughs> if he's under six... Anyways. <laughs> we'll let you know. We'll let you know. All right, let's... Nice let's what, were, what song were we even talking about? Sawyer <laughs> Brown. Sawyer Brown, yeah. yeah. Fuck, fuck, you, great yeah. Song. fuck that song. All right, uh, great song. Let's move on. <laughs> That's so soon. It's so nice. <laughs> so soon. Our next track is Cindy Lauper, Time After Time. I, I'm just imagining every uncle dancing with their niece. Oh, yeah. It, like, this is the time of the wedding where this... everybody's had five and a half drinks and they're just <laughs> hugging each other. Yeah. Like, this is. For me, this is the pinnacle of pop ballads. I agreed. Like, it's arguably one of the best songs ever it's, written. It's amazing. I, it's I don't know if I go song. that far. Song is incredible. <laughs> Can you sing of a better pop ballad? It's incredible. Better pop ballad. Literally. It's a fucking fantastic song. It's still poppy. But it's yeah, like it it has so much emotion too. Like you really feel it. Even in the instrumentals, you feel that like I've never heard ugh. this song and not felt something. Yeah, I feel shit. <laughs> I feel I've shit been on working this song. and heard this from a band playing live, and I've also heard it from like a speaker, and I've felt something from both of them. Like, oh, I'm just imagining. Oh, <laughs> feeling something. Imagine when you're working, just like walking over to a table, like menus in your hand. The song comes on, you stop. A twitch, yeah, yeah. yeah. Twitch, and I'll stop. Just yep. Looking at you like, see, see, okay. I I just love this song. This album is amazing too. This album is one of the best pop albums ever made. I think, like literally, Cyndi Lauper. Uh, this was her debut album. Well, um, and this was an add-on to the album. This was the last yes, song. They they actually the were not. Yeah. They weren't even going to put this on there. And well, it was written as it was being recorded. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're like, we need one more song. Yeah. And it's amazing. Yeah. It's fantastic. I love this song so much. I, I cannot this, tell you anything. If I heard this song <laughs> once every day for the rest of my life, I wouldn't be upset. I would be fine with it. Yeah. I would never get sick of this song. I'm, dead, I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious, too. I agree with you on this, G. I mean, your love for Hootie and the Blowfish does not keep <laughs> me away from agreeing with you on this one. This song is fantastic. Cindy Lauper. This song. is the best Cindy Lauper song. Now, that being said... Is it a song I would throw on for a wedding mix? Yes. No. Totally. I would. I think this is a dancing song. The vibe of this song, though, is it's almost, (coughs) it's about someone that you broke up with. 
Yeah. And you still love. I hear and you're you. You're like you. You still have their back. You know. And you're like I still love you. I I just I think this song is more of a like I'm putting it on because it's just such a beautiful song. I think this is a wedding dance song. I think if we deep you dive into the lyrics though, it's not about someone that you're in love with no, currently. No, it's not. It's, it's about someone yeah. that you were in love with and you still love now and you're still well. Okay Cindy Lauper and... wrote it with uh, oh I can't remember his name right now. But they were both going through kind of tumultuous Ronald, relationships. Ronald Reagan, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, Ronald Reagan, definitely. <laughs> same time he put out that uh, speaking album about anti-communism. It was the same time. It's the same thing. And that was the same time he filmed Point Break. <laughs> wasn't Ben Gibbard on this? <laughs> yeah, Ben, ben Gibbard was on this. <laughs> I love that. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, but it's not a love song. Uh, that's the only thing. It's not thing a love song. It's not. I love the song so much, but it's not <clears throat> a, like a, a wedding song to me. But I love the song to death. Hey. I love thing. this song. It's it's absolutely incredible. I love everything about this song. Cindy Lauper, time <laughs> after time. Best song on this. It just this. seems like nostalgic. On this mixtape, without me even knowing the rest of the song, this like, is the best song. It just seems it nostalgic and longing, and like it's about something that you don't know anymore, but you want to still yeah. like be a part of. And, and so that doesn't make any sense to me in the context of someone I'm going to marry and be with for yeah. the rest of my life. And that's my only gripe with it. But Yeah. All right. With that being said, let's move on to our next song. Hell yeah, Modest Mouse, Float On. Everybody knows this song. I think everybody loves this song. Yeah, it's catchy as hell. This was 2004 yep. track, uh, lead single for the fourth studio album, Good News for People Who Love Bad News. I I literally, I think everybody likes this song, at yeah. least. Like, nobody yeah. outwardly hates this song. It's a, it's a really catchy, too. I can imagine someone not liking this yeah, it's, yeah, it's a fun song. I, the lyrics... I remember the first time I heard this, and the lyrics themselves, just like, I was like, I'm in. I'm this, fucking in. This song got me into this band, and yeah. then I went back. Oh, so the I, back catalogs are so sick. When did this come out? This came out in 2004. Four. Yeah. So I, I probably listened to it around 2004, maybe 2005, and yeah. then I went back in their catalog. And oh, totally. And they've got, they've some got so shit good ton of deep cuts. Before then. And that's when I got into Moss Mouse, and yeah. uh, but that song got me into it, and that was uh, their commercial album, and uh, yeah. And oh yeah, man, Isaac Brock's great, and uh, the the back catalog of Modest Mouse is so awesome, and like this is this is definitely their most famous song by a long shot. Easily, is it really? Oh, oh yeah. for sure. I mm. I can't even name another song that really had this much commercial success, even on a scale close to it, but. Yeah, this was the song that kind of, like, it created a new fan base. Like, it really did. They, I think they had a song on some TV shows beforehand, but it was always, like, it's really under the level. They didn't really get much out of it. This put them on the level of, like, we're selling out shows, like, all the time. And I love this song. Like I said, the lyrics brought me in right away. Mm. Like, 
I drove my car into a cop car the other day. <laughs> like, I'm like a young punk kid. Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah, I hate the police. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm on their team. Yeah. But then they, they have other albums that are like a little more rough around the edges. and um, Yeah, great band. Yeah. Oh, I love this band. Um, just, I like, this is weird, but uh, this song hit number 97. On the Triple J Hot 100. <laughs> Australia. <laughs> Australia. Australia. We have a lot of Australians with us uh, where we live in Nelson. And the Hot 100 is something that I've been uh, told about for a couple of years now. We play and it every year at the bar on yeah, Australia. Yeah, it happens on Australia Day. <laughs> and it's, and it's what was a, number one? I don't know. I didn't look up the whole list. Fuck that. Right that here. sounds great. But it was it, it was just funny to see it like, oh, it was on Triple J. I'm like, yeah. Ozzy, what what's, up? Carl, what's your experience with uh, Modest Mouse? Do you know any of their very other little. shit? Or very yeah. little? Yeah. I knew this song, obviously. Yeah. But I looked back today when I listened to it, uh, like watched a couple of their videos for other songs. They make great videos. Like yeah. really oh, yeah. interesting, silly shit. Yeah, their I videos like are awesome. Yeah. Well, that video is like a pop-up book. Oh, I right. for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's like a, a it's like a fucking... pop up book. They like took the art from pop up books and like they're all wearing like old timey clothing, <laughs> playing like nineteen forties yeah. attire kind of shit. It's pretty cool. I like that video a lot actually. But yeah, I don't I don't know them that well. I'm like, would definitely listen to them more because it's you know. I think you'd it's really cool, fuck with yeah, the back catalog of uh, Monster House. Like almost that song doesn't sound maybe a little bit more like they're later shit but yeah. like their early stuff it, it sounds very different oh yeah totally. but like that's I mean that's what put it on my radar and then I went back and was like oh fuck yeah like they have yeah alright let's move on to our next track here next song is Oasis the master plan <sighs> huh fuck the Gallaghers can I just say that can, can I just get even more out in front of you is my feeling on Oasis is if John Lennon took a shit <laughs> and that turd wrote a song and sang with an affected British accent, it would sound like Oasis. <laughs> Holy like, shit. Jesus. Fuck, I cannot stand Oasis. I can't either. I, I really can't stand oh. Oasis. I haven't dug really deep in their catalog, but everything I've heard I hate. I thought R.E.M. was whiny. <laughs> so, Oasis was presented to me by my brother when I was a teenager. Yeah, he listened. He listened to REM. Yeah, on fucking repeat, and he had yeah. huge speakers in his room. And I hated REM. And then he bought whatever Wonderwall that album. Oh yeah, which is this, this album. Is yeah. Yes. What's the story of Morning Glory? What? Thank What's you. What's the story of Morning Glory? And listen to it on repeat for about four and a half months. And it's a great album. 
No, it's not. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck Liam and Noel Gallagher. <laughs> Fuck Britpop from the 90s. <laughs> Holy shit. I couldn't disagree with oh. you. <laughs> I'm just so disillusioned. This is a at, very at, weird representation of that. <laughs> Again, don't get the, of I, Oasis I or of this wedding mix. Both, like, what are both. they trying to represent right now? This is a weird <laughs> choice from the Oasis catalog. I agree. And this is <laughs> also it's a fucking B side. What is this song doing album? on here? <laughs> Oasis, uh, fucking uh, Wonderwall. I would agree with more than this song. Not that I like that song, but like <laughs> that would make more sense than this. You love Wonderwall, you piece of shit. Yeah, I don't mind that song at all. <laughs> you play it at every open mic, oh, don't exactly. you? Don't mind yeah, it at all. Son of he's a that bitch. guy. He just hasn't He's shown that, us that yet. He plays Wonder Wheel, Wonderwall, <laughs> and Wagon Wheel. Wonder Wheel. <laughs> Wonderwall and Wonder Wagon Wheel. The perfect. And that's uh, all he does. <laughs> mashup of the two. Oh my god! <laughs> I, if I you was... ever want to hear me like in hell, it's actually just me screaming as Wonderwall and Wagon. Wagon wheel are played simultaneously at me from two directions. I don't, I don't get this song on this mix, but I don't dis. I love Oasis. I love an Oasis. Like, I, I'm I love really the idea. Sad that I have to fight Oasis in the middle of a desert. <laughs> I don't like the idea of Noel and Liam Gallagher doing anything ever again. That's really unfortunate. So you're missing shit. out on that. I'm so in sick your of life, shit. But I just fine. don't care. <laughs> I just don't care. I just don't. What's the point? What is the point? I love like, this stuff. Like, we, we can agree. We can agree that we can like we don't we don't listen to R. Kelly anymore. He's a he's a fucked up dude. Jesus Christ. That's not even the same. No, 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 but not even the same planet. Do not equate the Gallagher brothers with R. Kelly. We we don't listen to that shit that anymore. Is, we don't listen to Michael Jackson anymore. Um, that is so. I'm offensive. sorry, but the Gallagher's are such pieces of shit. I'm done. I <laughs> no, I'm, I'm done. I don't, I, don't I don't know if I go that far. I don't care. I just I didn't care. like That's them offensive. before. That. Yeah, they didn't fuck with children. That's <laughs> way different. I agree, but they're still assholes. <laughs> no, we listen to asshole music anymore. The things that equate R. Kelly and Michael Jackson are fucking with children, and then you're lumping in Oasis with that. I don't know. Fuck the Gallagher. <laughs> Fuck the Gallagher. I'm done. I'm done. You know that guy at the party that everybody, like, just accepts for a while? You're like, yeah, he's kind of a dick, but, like, eh, he usually brings beer, and, like, he's fine. Honestly, that's I, no Gallagher. That's no, that's, that's the Gallagher. Like, I think fuck, your I issue is you anymore. haven't paid enough attention to... Oasis albums. You I'm haven't just saying, kick that dude out of the party. No. Just kick that dude out of the party. I think you Wonderwall in your head, and you haven't paid attention to other things. You know what? I will. Like I will they have another revisit. album. They have several other albums. Nah, I don't I think don't they, know they do. <laughs> 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 I feel like they just have that one. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's their only album. I don't know. I, don't know. I just really appreciate that. They're arguably like, the best band when, on this entire when, mix. When and I you guys like, both <laughs> dismissing them off a one hit song. Like, yeah, fuck them. Like, no, they've done a lot of great fucking music. Yeah, fuck them. I just think I'm starting to appreciate the fact that when I like a country song and you guys gang up on me, and then 
you like Oasis. And both Pete and I are like, fuck you, Graham. That's and different. There, there will come a point when Keenan's going to pipe up and be like, I kind of like this one. But like, fuck you. You're an idiot. Like, it's, it's just... It's Oasis, a nice it's just like you, I feel like you guys are both ignorant to Oasis, and that's how I feel about it. Uh, I don't know. Um, maybe you're just way too into Oasis. Yeah, I think I think we can meet in the middle here and be. <laughs> and, can we and just it, all agree that the Red Hot Chili Peppers are overrated? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's, let's go to the next one. Right, let's move on to the next round. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Our next song is Radiohead, Let Down. Fifth song on third album, possibly the best album of all time. According what? to fucking who? A lot of critics, yeah. actually. Yeah. I, I, I'm okay not saying computer. that. I'm just saying. No, you that. are saying that, actually. Yeah. Well, no, I'm saying it, but like, I don't think that. I'm and just saying those a lot of same critics. critics have Oasis as number two. Like, no. I, I always hear people say, like, okay, Radiohead is the up. most amazing band in the world, and right, I slow down here. Okay. don't so you... understand. <laughs> I think OK Computer is a great album. I, I do. I, I don't think it's. I don't. As amazing. <laughs> <laughs> let's like hard hard no. Let's hard no. let's start with Carl's opinions on Radiohead. All right, how Carl, do you feel about Radiohead? Carl, how do you feel about Radiohead? They they don't rock hard at all. It's not interesting. I'm what not. have you heard by Radiohead? Okay, computer. You've heard all the entire day. Yeah. All really? They're, it's a good yeah. album. It's a good album. I've listened to that, that album. It's a good album. Quote unquote epic album. And no, sorry. When was the last time you heard it? Yeah, like it's like one of the most ago. critically yeah. acclaimed I think you should listen to it again. No. Come on. Don't it's a get, It's the same reason that I don't like the Beatles that much. And I don't like... Wow, that's wow. something to Every take. Into. No, that's like, take. It's a whole other episode. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Carl. Yeah. I don't like the best-selling book the Beatles. Beatles. <laughs> and, uh... Oh, fuck. What's her name? Janis Joplin? <laughs> no, Janis Joplin rocked the fuck out of everything. Um, it, it just, Radiohead, it's so melancholy all the time. It is. It is 100% melancholy. It's a smart person's smashing pumpkins. Why is that a bad thing? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a, not necessarily a bad thing, like but I don't want like to listen to people crazy. to listen yeah. to Radiohead yeah. right now. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it's a great album, and I like this song. I love that album. I love that song. I think it's a weird choice for this mix. It is weird as fuck for a wedding mix. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the I don't think that's what you're going for, but... Uh, <laughs> no, I don't want it on this CD. I don't want it on any CD. <laughs> in, in total, this whole song is just... It's melancholic. It's ambience. It's alt-rock with a sense of just kind of sadness. Yeah. But it's great. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful... It's a great album. It's a great song. But again, 
Not a great song for your wedding. Yeah, not a great yeah. song for your wedding. Nobody <laughs> wants to. I literally could never. I would never put a radio set. But radio maybe, maybe this is the first song they fucked to. Period. You know, that's a weird first song to fuck to. That's a weird song. What was the first song you fucked to? Silence. Silence. The sound of silence. This is the sound of silence. Just doing it. I get it. All right. Puts you in the. What do you have? Yeah, mine was Bridge Over Troubled Water. <laughs> it goes like, it does say Cecilia. Mine was the boxer, fuck it. Bridge Over Troubled Water does say, I will lay me down. Yeah, that's true, that's true. It's a little better, a little easier than Sound of Silence. So, you know, Sound of Silence, you're like covering your mouth, you're making sure it's just not, you know, your parents are home. It's, I get it, I get it. We all it. lost our virginity to, uh, Obviously. Shout out Simon and Garvel on that one. Mine was just Graceland. It was the Paul Simon album. (laughs) (laughs) Way more fun. (laughs) I'm going Graceland. (laughs) She called him Al the whole time. Oh my god. (laughs) I don't know. I I love this I love this song. So it's great. I don't know I don't know I don't know why Carl hates this so much. No. I, I think I think there's something deep seated in your history that makes you want to hate Radiohead. No, this is just along the same line as like there's U two, there's Radiohead. It's like it, it, this Do you entire, just not like Britain? This is this entire <laughs> CD has been litany of bands. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> if you just don't like British people. Have you people. been to the UK? I don't know, I'm a Stones fan. <laughs> no, but have you been to the UK? No. I think he just <laughs> hates Britain. Mm. I'm dating an English girl. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Oh. You saying that's not going to work out? (laughs) You said it on me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move on to our next track here. One night of magic rush, the star to simple touch. One night to push and scream. Uh. <laughs> does, does anybody have anything to say about this that song? Is, I recognize uh, this song. Jose <laughs> it's Jose Gonzalez. The song is Heartbeats. Uh, it's a cover song. Um, it originally, cover? it was done by uh, Swedish electronic music duo The Knife. Oh, I was hoping you said okay. like Motorhead or something. That would be amazing. <laughs> uh, that would have been much more impressive cover too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this he kind of just made it acoustic and slowed it down a bit. Basically, uh, it's it's not that interesting. I'm not gonna lie. No. Um, yeah. Uh, the one thing I found that was interesting about Jose Gonzalez, he's an Argentinian, Argentinian uh, Swedish uh, singer-songwriter. He's been doing his thing for a while. The only interesting thing I found out about him was that his first band was called Back Against the Wall, and they were a Gothenburg hardcore punk band influenced by Black Flag and the Misfits, and I was like, cool, that's fucking <laughs> rad. But this is boring as fuck. I mean, I I listened to the original song. It's fine. I didn't love it. This cover doesn't do anything to the song. I hate when covers just, just cover it. Just cover it and yeah. just like don't change anything really. That, yeah. They just kind of yeah. and especially with this one, it, it 
it seems like he actually made it more boring. Like, he kind of, <laughs> like, toned it down and made it more bland, which is kind of upsetting. Like, he didn't cover it. He just watered it down. Yeah. He was yeah. just like, you know what I'm going to do? Cover this on an open mic and put it on an album. <laughs> That's what he did. And it's boring as hell. Yeah. Like, I, I listened to some of his original tracks. They're much better. They're, they're mm. much better. Mm. Why are you covering this song and... Just traipsing it. Like. <laughs> that being said, this is the only song I've ever heard by him. So, had some traction with someone. <laughs> Fair enough. And no, it did do well. Like, it, this song was around. It, it was on a bunch of media. It was, I think it might have actually hit the charts here. But, like, I don't care for pretty it. Pretty boring song. It's pretty fucking yeah. boring. <laughs> Jose Gonzalez, you're... Regular shit's better, man. Just, just like <laughs> that, man. Why do you, do you, man? You do Why you? Yes! Fuck yeah. We are all slamming fists and loving this shit. I don't know if it's just Canadiana nostalgia. But I fucking love Matthew Goodman. I love this album. I, it's ah, I love this song. I'm all about that's, this song. That's a great song. This is uh, yeah. "Strange Days" by Matthew Goodman, uh, released in 1999 in Canada, 2001 in the U.S. Um, this was the third single from "Beautiful Midnight," which was that was like. The peak of Matthew Goodman. Yep. That album had Hello Time Bomb. It had Load Me Up. And my actual favorite song on the album was uh, The Future is X Rated. Yep. Fucking loved too. that song. I don't know if I remember that one. And yeah. it it never hit as big, but I loved that song. And Strange Days, fantastic. Yeah. I love this album. I love Matthew Good. I really do. I yeah. I he think just, he I just think played great. in the town that we all live in. Yeah. And uh, I think you were out of town. Carl was working, but yeah. uh, I saw him. Hey, so good. Slade. So good. What a talented motherfucker. Oh, it's so good. And live, yeah. just to a T, just plays exactly. Like, you know when you see somebody and, and they, it sounds extremely Lives different. Up to. Like, it doesn't quite live up to the recordings. He plays it so well. Like, his voice... Every yeah. musician he has with him, every time it's played perfectly, it sounds even better live. And I love that with an artist. When they can do it even better live, that's that's just that's all I want to pay for, you know? That's amazing. That being said, if I'm marrying someone <laughs> I was about and to I'm say putting that. this on <clears throat> Strange Days. The only lyric I can like kind of like figure uh You'd be crazy to want this even for a while. Is a lyric in that song. So yeah. maybe that's what this person was thinking when they put it on. But other than that, not a romantic. What? Yeah. Odd song for Seems a. Seems like a very yeah. odd song yeah. to put on a. Strange days. And... It's a very sad song. <laughs> it's a sad ass song. <laughs> you know this I mean? wedding is kind of sad. It made me I think. think of like. Yeah. Of getting married. We're like we're many tracks deep at this point, and this is yeah, this is a really depressing <laughs> yeah. fucking yep. mix. 
so far. Like it doesn't kind of weird. It doesn't make sense for this. Is this just like all songs that they like had fights to? Like what is going on? Maybe maybe this is the first song they did anal to. So, like, <laughs> some weird like that. Hey baby, strange days. Let's strange do some days. <laughs> They're like, oh, Come it on. turned out good. Let's put that on the wedding. Yeah, next. let's like, do it. Just it's a weird. Nobody's song, dick too. got covered in shit yeah. tonight. <laughs> Let's put it on the <laughs> They're like, it totally got covered in shit. It was amazing. But it wasn't Our pigeon shit. So know, we're fine. Yeah, pigeon shit. <laughs> uh, it's just that's. It's another weird song to put on a wedding mix. It is, but it's a great song. It's yeah. a great song. Yeah. Song peaked at number six on Canada's rock chart. Love Canada's rock chart. <laughs> Canada's rock chart always has like Brian Adams at five. Like you gotta beat him. <laughs> like, but like, he's, ah, it's but like nope. He's been there for seven years. Yeah. It's the same yeah. song. Cuts like a knife is always number five. <laughs> That's how it is. Like, always, oh, okay. always on the pulse. Summer yeah. of '69 has yeah. been number twenty yeah. for fifteen yeah. years. What is happening? Why are people still buying this on iTunes? And then, and then the indie band gets knocked out of the top ten by Atlanta Miles again. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> right, Matthew, you got bands amazing. Let's move on to our next track. Our next song is the National... Fake Empire. Uh, this is off the Nationals' fourth album, Boxer. It was released in 2008. I love this song. Big, good song. Band. And I love this. I love this band. I really do. I love this album. This is great. I love this so much. This was a pleasant surprise on the album. It really was. I wasn't expecting to see this. And it was great. Well, I didn't know how critically acclaimed oh, the National The were. National is This like, album in huge. Yeah, yeah, in general. This, this album, album for sure. the one before, yeah. too. Their new album like, is amazing. Oh. oh, my God. I just got the chance to finally listen to it in fall this last week, and it's fantastic. But I, like, this, this band holds, like, a special place for me. They're like the band I attribute to uh, a good friend of mine who lives in Vancouver. And every time I hear The National, I think of her. And I just like smile. I'm like, yes, The National. And their lyrics are amazing. The composition's amazing. I love his voice. I love, it's kind of like a, like a spoken word overture yeah. while still being melodic. And still keeping in time, like it's beautiful. I it's like an updated show. Leonard Cohen. Yes, yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> and with somebody that actually has a voice, <laughs> <laughs> well, just a, maybe the, a little more range. Yeah, like, the funniest part bit. about this being on a wedding thing for me is that I broke up with a girl when I was living in Halifax, and so I was going Wait, through this thing. Wait, you broke up with other women in Halifax? Correct. What? And so I was hanging in the bar, and I was talking through it with a friend, and whoever was, it was like in the middle of the day, so the bartender put this album on from front to back. <laughs> and so this forever will be like 
while I was talking <laughs> through our breakthrough. So it's really weird to me that someone put this on a wedding thing. But yeah. that's that's me projecting. That's me projecting. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But, it's, but I mean, it's, it's still it, like this song has nothing I, to do with nothing to do with it. But it's still like yeah, that's again, that, just... but that's my relationship to it. So it's like I love this. Oh, song, that's but really it's super weird, weird yeah. that you would put this on yeah. like a wedding thing. But maybe love, it's not um, like lyrics wise. It might not be weddingy, but yeah. I can see this Beautiful, as like but, yeah. it's a it's a song that. One of them mm. or both of them. Slow dance or, song. Yeah. yeah. Or or they were somewhere when this happened. Like this that's, this song I can see this. This is like a yeah. kind of moment are, song. This, yeah, like, this yeah, is a moment song. You, yeah. You're right. Put something in yeah. your this lemonade and like go out yeah. And, yeah. This song is all about like it's a commentary about a generation lost to apathy, basically. It's all about not being able to deal with the reality of like basically how much life sucks. And that's, why we that's broke up. a weird thing to be on a wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird thing to be on a wedding day. Funny you bring that For up. Sure, but it's a fucking great song. Incredible, no, incredible album. And like, this was also the yeah. very first uh, track that uh, went on national television for the national. This oh, was this like, song, yeah. This is the very first song they played it on uh, David Letterman uh, on July twenty fourth, two thousand seven. Hmm. And that was kind of when they, like, broke and started getting, like, a mass appeal. Hmm. And, like, four albums in, like, they had put in some work. Yeah. But their back catalog is amazing. But, yeah, this was, like, this was the one that broke. Like For the longest time, I didn't like this band because they just kind of sounded like Interpol to me. Mm. Like, they do that, sound like, like You know what I mean? That yeah. drawing kind of, like, I was like, ah, I don't really dig it kind of sounds like Interpol kind of sounds like Joy Division don't really give a shit and it was years before someone sat me down in a car and cranked it <laughs> and we were driving around and I was like oh <laughs> it wasn't this song it was another song it was like oh and then kind of went through they the do catalog. sound like Interpol like they do has they definitely have that Joy Division kind of influence there but like them as a band they once they got it it was sound, like yeah no, they're, they're great. They've incredible been. Yeah. yeah, and they've got a unique sound. I really do think. Like, yeah, you can hint. But the yeah, once you get the stuff, but yeah, yeah, they are a band that really has a unique sound. That when you hear it, you're like, oh, that's the national. Especially with the composition, the way that they put their songs together is beautiful. They have so many intricate parts put in. I love that. I think that's and it's. I mean, going back to what we were talking about earlier, like, it's not being interesting for interesting sake. Like, they're not making, <laughs> they're not doing weird time signatures and shit not just cool. to be like, yeah. fuck yeah, we're good. You know, like, they're not being <laughs> yeah. like dicks about it. They're just like, hey, we made a good, like, they're making catchy, yeah. good songs and it feels natural. It doesn't feel forced. I like that. And if you, Carl, did you just hear The National for the first time off this? I don't think it was for the first time, but I think I knew it was The National for the yeah. first time. And, like... If you're not familiar, I'm yeah, almost jealous. At, I'm I'm almost jealous, because, like, man, yeah. there's so much to fucking dig no, into. No, I, and, like, I looked them incredible. up and thought, oh, shit, I've never actually, yeah. like, delved into this band, so I'm... Well, yeah, it's the I'm nice thing about the three it. of us yeah. is that we all kind of have different backgrounds and, like, yeah. we're experiencing different things at at the same time together, you know. 
especially with you with the you know some of the country stuff here <laughs> country like, stuff. I, I, i'm not saying that you should listen Graham, more sort of brown, you never like, lived in alberta before you never lived in alberta you never chewed dip you never spit it on a fucking cow you know like like i'm just saying you know but it's it's that's why it's a good mix here <laughs> Um, yeah, fantastic song. Let's let's move on to our last. Alright, our last song is technically released by New Order. This is the song Ceremony. Uh but I mean, this is technically a Joy Division song. Uh, this was the very last song written and recorded uh, by Joy Division. Sorry, not the last song, but one of the last songs written and recorded as Joy Division prior to the death of Ian Curtis before they reincarnated as New Order. Oh, and then they uh, okay. released uh, this song uh, as New Order uh, during the Reformation. Um, it's, yeah, it's kind of a sad undertone to finish this off on. Yeah. But literally, this is one of the last songs Ian Curtis ever did before he killed himself. Which is super sad. Yeah, really That's sad. super sad. 23-year-old Ian Curtis. I love Joy Division. I really, like, I'm, I'm a fan eight. of that synthy, like, I love that shit. Big fan of that. Yeah. Well. I feel like the only reason they put this on is because they're putting on a ceremony. Yeah. And it's called Ceremony. <laughs> that's the only... That's, what a bullshit reason to put that song on. That's the but only I reason I can figure out why they put this song. I kind of agree. I feel Ceremony. like they did like, that for that reason. I'm just, the song, like, the tone of it doesn't fit in anything else. I'm put, kind of angry at the song because, I don't know if you guys noticed, the guitar that intros it that's going through the entire thing, it's totally out of tune. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is the, 100%. The high note is totally flat. I feel like that's a and stylistic thing, though. as soon as this song started, I was like, Well, they were, oh, no, they were actually going to re-record this. Like, this was like a first take. Like, there's only a few takes of this. They were going to record Really? This. And this was, this is like all that's left. That's why it's Oh, out. okay, I kind of feel bad for <laughs> hating it now, yeah. but still... Tune your fucking guitar. It's not that hard. It's but, not that right, hard. But why is this on oh. this, this mix? Ceremony. Again. It's a weird it, word. Why is it on this mix? It's, of a, the, like, it's a ceremony. 17, 18, 19 songs. I don't know how many are on yeah, here. Like, most but, of this is so low five because yeah. uh, literally Ian Curtis, they recorded this four days before he died. And so it's like, it's they only got a couple takes at this. And that's all they have. That's why also his vocals are super inaudible. Ah. Like they had to transcribe his lyrics from listening to it, and you cannot figure out all the lyrics. Like he's very inaudible. <laughs> Fuck. That's they like up. kept trying to do it, and he's like, ah, I did what I could. But again, you know? why are they putting this on the mix? Yeah, it's fucking yeah. weird. It's because it's called ceremony. There's in my Probably mind. Probably because the groom wants to fucking uh, kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I think uh, it's, uh, but seriously. <laughs> this couple might be happy together, but they're not happy. 
<laughs> it's like there's like three happy songs on this entire mix. Yeah. One of them's a cheese ass country song. Yeah. And God, like, what else is there? Did Cindy Lauper not that happy? Uh, Kings of Leon are covering shit. Like, it, there's just <laughs> like it's not. You brought people to your nuptials. We're like, we're going to commit to each other for life. Here is a CD commemorating our love for each other. Here is songs we want you to think of every time you think of us. And you gave them a really sad U2 song, a kind of fucked up Coldplay song, like this cheesy Sawyer Brown song, Cindy Lauper trying to make you cry. Like, a, a decent Matt Good song. <laughs> it's just... It's a weird mix. It's... It's really weird. Is there anything other than a weird mix, though? I'm starting to realize... I... <laughs> I is what we're doing right now? Are we summarizing it right now? <laughs> we, we might as well, yeah. Let's yeah. let's summarize. What, what do you... What do you think... Uh, on the whole of the mix, who are these people? What's their relationship like? <laughs> Carl, you want to go? Give me a minute. You go. If, if, so, if you can. <laughs> in my mind, there is a clear, a very <laughs> clear divide between a wife and husband. Mm. Okay? Or fiancés at this point. And I think the female... What was the name again? Sharon. Sharon was into indie rock. Okay. That's where we get the... Uh, yeah. So that's where we get the... Uh, the fucking... The Nash, national... National the from... Cab, that's where you get Death Cab from. Service. Yep. That's where we get... Yeah, yeah. All that stuff from. That's her. All of her. I think she's very... Like, that's all her. And she goes, okay, you can have a couple. <laughs> And that's where we get the weird couple country ones. They're fucking the, the weird fucking left ball fucking country bullshit. And we're like, what the yeah, fuck is this? It's out of nowhere. It doesn't fit. Doesn't fit with at all. The rest of the songs. Because she's like, all right, you can have a couple. <laughs> and so he's throwing three. And I think we all know the three. It's I mean, pretty it's obvious. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty goddamn obvious. Right smack dab pretty in the middle. So she goes, all right, you can have these three. <laughs> And then there's uh, Cindy Lauper, which everyone loves. Yep. Yeah. And that's the connector between everyone. All right. But I think that's that's what it is. I think it's she's like, these are my indie rock things. And then like, yeah, you have your yeah. country bullshit. You get you get three of them. Yeah. And that's why they were like, what? This doesn't make any sense in this fucking mix. And like, it's her being like, all right, you have a fucking couple. Yeah. You okay. have a couple fucking plays in this. So yeah. I I think <clears throat> that this couple met at an REM concert. <laughs> Jesus Christ! People Jesus holding Christ! They're they are severely depressed, and they put this mix together. That was two songs. Two songs two shorter. Songs. Two songs. <laughs> two songs. Two songs. <laughs> two songs shorter than it actually was as we're listening to it. And the people that burned it for them 
that made, you know, that duplicated it, that wrapped it in the fucking cello, everything, listened to it, looked at it, and were like, you're going to fucking shoot yourselves, like, within the next six months. And we're like, let's just put some levity and jokey right in the middle. And that's where those two country songs came from. They didn't pick those. The yeah. people that burned the CD were like, hey, can we just break this up a bit? Because every time another U2 clone band came on, they're like, oh, I'm so sad right now. And that's it. They didn't pick the country songs. Because if you take those country songs out of there... The entire mix I makes sense. I and it's just so someone it's a crying man in their like, basement. Can I have one song? Yeah. I'll give you three. Yeah. All right, you, it's just you someone crying in their basement. So what, they, you, what they, songs do you think he put on then? It was the... the oh... No, I think I think they're both just that depressed. They've got good taste. <laughs> Other you than they being depressed, they do have some good taste in music. There's There's some great songs on there. But if you listened, if you took those two, maybe three hokey country ones out of there, that is a fucking depressing mix. And you gave that to your wedding guests. Like, I'm sorry. You don't open with streets have no name. When you're like, hey, we're getting married. Here's a sad U2 song. <laughs> Come on. No, it's not. I, I think it was... It's either REM fans that are <laughs> bleeding out as we speak because they've cut their wrists the proper way, elbow to wrist, or this was all a sick joke. All right, Keenan, what do you think? Uh, I think that the name Pete is actually a pseudonym for Matt Bellamy, who is the... Lead member of the band Muse. Oh Jesus! <laughs> he was getting married, and he was like, "Who are all of the bands that I am influenced by?" And he put this together, but he was marrying a country chick, and she brought this in. I know this has no factual background, yeah, but <laughs> I just feel like this is such a wide range of influences that. I don't know, I'm just picturing like a guy like uh, somebody from Muse, or like, maybe somebody from Interpol, maybe, I don't know, but I'm just thinking like, this is the kind of mixtape that they would put together for their wedding, that they're just like, here are all the bands I've ever given a shit about. <laughs> But also some Emerson Drive, because, like, come on. <laughs> I, think, I, I think you're right, but if, Throwing the, your, if the girl like was the country influence, yeah. we would have heard Strawberry Wine yeah, on here. No, if the girl was the country influence. No, because you don't know that kind of girl, Carl. You yeah. don't know that kind of girl. We no. grew up with that kind of girl. We, we grew up with the indie... We you don't know the that indie kind of girl, girl that like pretends she likes country, but she only likes a couple pop country tracks. All right, that's it. All right. She doesn't know shit. She only likes Emerson Drive. Yeah, she only and likes. And she Emerson heard that Sawyer Brown song one time. From her dad. She doesn't like. From her dad. She doesn't like Emerson yeah. Drive. She's like, all right, if you like it, fine. We'll we'll throw two of your songs on, <laughs> and the rest of them are mine. <laughs> and we'll throw fucking 
as you know, she puts I think it's, I think it's extra from a part-time black eyeshadow on. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think it's a part-time member of Muse. He toured with them. I don't for, know how you can't understand here. like my perspective on this. Like, <laughs> that's clearly the correct perspective All on right. this. Final, clearly. final, final uh, ratings. <laughs> what, uh, Carl, what do you, what do you give this album? Oh god, what do you give this mix? What do I give this mix? Um, Nine pigeons out of ten shitting on a crying woman. <laughs> Which is pretty good. That's, that's a good mix. Pretty good. Don't yeah. give it to people at a wedding, but you made a good mix. <laughs> you made yeah. a good mix. I'm going to give it uh, two incorrect fiancés. <laughs> two incorrect fiancés. <laughs> Two. Two. Well, I mean, that's a couple, so, you know, it's... (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna go... (laughs) I'm gonna gonna give this, uh... Holy shit. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna give this mixtape uh, six depressed British pop stars sitting on the edge of oblivion. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I think I think I think that speaks for itself. I don't know if it's out of ten or not, but it's it's definitely six. It's definitely six. Yeah. All right. As always, my name is Keenan. With me, I got Carl. <laughs> I'm still laughing. <laughs> I, got, I got Grand Mark. What's up? Uh, we are Show Us Your Mix. As always, we just love music. Do whatever you want. Listen to music. At the end of the day, that's all we want you to do. We will talk some shit. We'll talk some smack. But at the end of the day, we just love music. And we want you to love music, too. Send us your mixtapes anytime you want. We want to review them. We want to dissect them. We want to talk some shit. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good one. Don't put REM on a mixtape. Rock or pop, cushion or rap, no style don't matter when we talk smack. Come spend a while with us three dicks. Settle on in it. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Show Us Your Mix. We still want your physical copies of mixtapes, mix CDs, whatever you've got out there. So find us on Facebook or shoot us a message at showusyourmix at gmail.com. If it's got a backstory, perfect. If it's got a horrible backstory, even better. Hit us up. We'll talk soon. Cheers.